Hey, this is Scott. And Burke. From the Davis and Davis Show, the podcast for everything Ohio. Two guys who met at the University of Akron and have a love for Northern Ohio. We talk about everything from entertainment to motorsports to fine wine and spirits. Do you want to get a little insight on Northern Ohio from the perspective of two middle-aged men? Well, as we say, grab a beer, a glass of wine, sit down, relax, and listen. New shows every Thursday morning at 6 a.m. Eastern. Just go to www.redcircle.com slash Davis and Davis. Or find us on Apple Podcasts, Prime Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Check out our Facebook page at Davis and Davis. We're not a real law firm. And we just don't care. Welcome to the Burley Gunner Show. Welcome to the Burley Gunner Show on a Victory Monday. We are broadcasting on the Cleveland Sports Fan Network, clevelandsportsfan.com, and on Apple Podcast. Cleveland Sports Fan welcomes you to the Burley Gunner Show. I am shirtless right now. Why am I shirtless? Because I am recording a podcast with no video whatsoever, and I can be, quite frankly. It's Victory Freaking Monday, and I'm wearing my brown shorts and my 2020 playoff hat at me, Pittsburgh. Hell of a weekend. What a weekend. What a weekend. How about them brownies? Oh, 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 oh. Oh, oh. Oh, oh, oh. I'm going to be joined in the studio by Dr. Dog, my brother Jake, here shortly. The Browns win a dog fight in Minnesota yesterday, 14 to 7, a game which I felt uh, was a chess match all game long. Um, a game that literally lasted until the last play of the game and a promising finish for the Cleveland Browns as as a whole. And the last night and last night was a treat, huh? We had a treat last night. Man, oh man, Brady versus Belichick down to the wire. We'll get into that. But first, on this victory Monday, as I as I welcome in Dr. Dog to the studio. He's walking in right now. First up on this victory Monday, we need to address the elephant in the room. All right. Again, thanks for joining on the Cleveland Sports Fan Network, the Burley Gunner Show. The I am a little under the weather, by the way. The elephant in the room is Baker Mayfield played arguably. Welcome, Jake, by the way. He's just not taking a seat. Baker Mayfield has been. Are you arguably the most efficient quarterback through three weeks? The elephant in the room is that Baker Mayfield played arguably his worst game since Freddie Kitchens was the head coach in Cleveland. I mean, what were your thoughts on the game, Jake? You know, I don't want to sit here and say Baker's played his worst game ever. I don't. I don't think that's the case. Uh, but he didn't play great. Uh, not good at all, matter of fact. Um, I need a lot more out of him going into next week, going to L.A. He he kind of disappointed me this weekend. Kevin Stefanski uh, coached a great game. Could have done better. Coached a great game, but uh, Baker needs to step it up on his part. 
Yesterday, Baker Mayfield threw 15 for 33 for 155 yards. He didn't throw a touchdown, and he and he had his chances. He also didn't throw an interception, so that's two weeks in a row. We're going to keep a track on that. We know he can go a stretch without turnovers. We've seen that last year. But he missed guys left and right all day long, man. He missed guys. He missed Kareem Hunt in the end zone. He's throwing guys. He's overthrowing dudes. Like, I mean, that was just... I mean, he's been an efficient quarterback. Yesterday, he was not so efficient overthrowing guys. There was a there was the commentators on the on the call made some made some points that when they are going in Minnesota, the way that the the way that the the way that the sun comes through the glass windows at the stadium possibly could be throwing them off. I mean, Odell had a they had a miscommunication. Odell had a was was looking uh left shoulder, it went backside. You you want to say something? I know. What what do you have to say? I watched every single snap of this game and Baker Mayfield, I've never seen him play like this in the last 2-3 years. Um he was just throwing everything high, throwing everything too long, too short. I mean, yeah, he had good throws here and there. Like I said, I mean, he didn't play a he he he, he didn't play horrible. He just did not play good at all. He he didn't throw a touchdown. That's what he didn't do. He didn't throw a a, a single touchdown and I know I said in in previous wins he wasn't necessarily asked to but he was asked to throw a touchdown here, and we're going to get into that because you made a comment. You said that Kevin Stavansky coached a, coached a good game. Actually, before I get into this, one more thing about Baker Mayfield. Not only was he missing throws, he was – do you feel as if sometimes he wants to scramble more than he should? I saw a lot of guys that he missed – Yes, he gets positive yardage, but if he throws the football, he could potentially get more. And our receivers and our backs and everyone on our team is really good with the ball in their hands. I mean, we saw it a lot against Houston, and he's if he he knows when the right time to scramble to get out of the pocket and maybe rush for a couple yards instead of making a bad throw. I give him props. I give him props for doing that because in the past we would see quarterbacks for for the previous Browns throw a pick, scramble and just and just throw it over the middle. No, that's not what we want as a quarterback. So does he do it too much? Maybe, but no, I you got to give him props for for making the decision to not turn the ball over. Okay, so you made a comment about Kevin Stefanski coaching a good game. I actually think he didn't have a very good homecoming. I don't think that I think he tried to outthink and outsmart the Vikings coaching staff because he was there for 14 years. So they know what he's doing, he knows what they're doing. You you get it? It's 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 like it's exactly like us. I mean, you think about it. We you are the younger brother to me. You know, growing up, I was always better bigger, stronger, faster, you know, now that we've seen you grow up, you were, I mean, you, you were a better baseball player than I was. You, you did, you grew up, uh, smarter. You did, you got better grades than me. 
That's Kevin Stefanski, the little brother who who blossomed and, and grew in that Vikings organization. But what I think he did yesterday was try to outsmart the Vikings because there were three instances on first and goal inside the five, and the Browns passed all three plays, including one of them, and it was a goal line play, like a goal to go at the one. Baker had Kareem wide open on the first set of those for uh, the first three, uh, the first set of those three, he had Kareem wide open, and he just totally missed him. So that I mean, that's not on Kevin Stefanski, but you've you have to put coach quarterback accountable. You can't put the blame on Baker. You can't put the blame on Stefanski. And I understand it's Victory Monday, and I'm not trying to dwell on this, but it was a problem. It was an issue. And maybe we're just trying to, you know, drum up some something to talk about here in, in, in Cleveland because over the last year, the only thing, you know, Brown's talk is win, 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 win. And and even though we've sucked for so long, even that kind of gets boring maybe. I don't know. I saw a big problem yesterday uh, with Baker Mayfield, and, I, and I'm not going to jump the gun and, and say that, oh, we need to kick him out of Cleveland and this and that because he, he's proven himself that he's earned one bad game. So there were, there were those three instances. Um, Baker takes a first down and goal inside the 10. Okay, he takes a sack at the 20 yard line. I mean, I agree with the call to go for it there, but damn, dude, Bake, you cannot take that sack. I mean, he missed the throw, uh, but, but before to hunt, and, and it took the sack on the play. They should have run the ball to ensure field position. I just don't understand. And like I said, I'm not on here to nitpick. It was a great team win. The the Cleveland Browns had, you know, they they played a hell of a game. Baker Mayfield played an awful game, and I think Stefanski outsmarted himself. But I think ultimately Cleveland as a whole, they they played a great game in the defense. Man, the defense. You can I wasn't that was it what was that talk that I heard skull Vikings all week that this oh this top tier Vikings offense and they granted the stats back it up, rated they had they were in a shootout with Arizona. No, not with not with the Cleveland Browns, not with the Cleveland Browns defense. You know, I, I went to bed last night and and the last thought in my head when I went to sleep was please, please just please, please let today, not trying to be greedy. I am not trying to be greedy. A win is a win, and we'll move on. But I went to sleep thinking last night, please let this just have been an off day for Baker Mayfield. He woke up, didn't feel it. That's fine. You get that from everyone. Let's move on to next week and let's go from there. But I do want to I do want to answer or 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 address what you were talking about the the three instances on third uh first and goal at the goal line. They had three chances. I watched the game with you, matter of fact, and there was it was first and goal and the first pl- and, and and they passed the ball to Austin Hooper. They snapped the ball and they passed it to Austin Hooper. And the first thing you did, you didn't even see if he caught or dropped the ball. You threw your hands up and said, what are we doing? And I looked at you and said, no, no, no. That's not a bad call. Now I'm going to run you through the play real quick. Baker Mayfield snaps the ball. 
drops back, throws it to Austin Hooper, who that defender defending Austin Hooper, quite frankly, had no idea what he was doing. He had no idea what he was doing. The problem was and why Austin Hooper didn't come down with that touchdown was because Baker Mayfield overthrew him. So so don't you think that maybe, just maybe, that's not all the way Baker's fault because the head coach needs to understand his quarterback. They mesh well together, and Baker does uh, perform at a high level in that scheme, and they went off script in the red zone. The Browns are one of the best red zone teams in the National Football League, and they went off script in the red zone um, against the Vikings yesterday. They were – so when they're when you're first down in five, and the reason I throw my hands up is because – I just, if it's me on first and goal from the five, I'm treating it like it's four down territory, all right? And, and, and I'm running the ball. I'm running the ball down your throat, regardless if you know it or not, because we are better than you, and we, we're, we're just going to do it. Because if you stop us on first down and you stop us on third down, the likelihood of you stopping us on all four downs is just not likely with the running backs. You can alternate Chubb. You can alternate Hunt. I just don't understand the consistent passing and when it didn't work the first two times then you have the ball at the one yard line and you try to throw the ball once more I I just don't understand it do I agree for passing all three times on uh first and goal um no I don't agree with that at all uh I think Stefanski should have ran the ball at least once but I want to specifically talk about the first and goal at the one-yard line where they hiked the ball and they Baker dropped back and threw it to Hooper and you threw your hands up. And after the play was, was done and over with, we talked and we said, you should have ran the ball. That's what we're known for. And I agreed with you and I said, but that's Kevin Stefanski being Kevin Stefanski reasoning why he won 2020 Coach of the Year. He was trying to be a great head coach in that ball game and I think he played a great ball game coaching I just think Baker Mayfield didn't let's just say Baker Mayfield wasn't enough Robin to Stefanski's Batman listen listen I'm what all I'm saying is I get it coach of the year I think he was a little too cute in in the goal to go scenarios you know at the five yard line I just, I think, you can't put it all on Stefanski. Baker missed throws. Baker took a sack at the 20-yard line, lost about 15 yards. It was, it was like, unbelievably, like, ridiculous. I, I couldn't believe it. But I'm not going to dwell on it. Again, it's Victory Monday. The Browns are 3-1. and one. And quite frankly, you know, the Browns are a, a, a muffed punt away from being 4-0 with a win over the Kansas City Chiefs and the best team in the AFC and maybe the best team in the National Football League. Let's talk about the defense, okay? Kirk Cousins, you know, like Mayfield, was supposed to be one of the most efficient quarterbacks in the league. He is statistically, okay? Like, the like fourth best statistically before Sunday. Not anymore. The Browns held Cousins to just over 200 yards. He was 20 for 38 on the completion rate. All right. The Browns sacked Cousins just twice, but like Stefanski alludes to, the Browns got after the quarterback. 
Oh, did the Browns get after the quarterback? Cleveland had 10 QB hits on Kirk Cousins and five tackle for loss. Greedy Williams stepped up in replacement um, of of, uh, Newsom, and he had the game's only interception. It was a great win for the Browns. I expect more with Baker and Stefanski next week. I think that they tried to just go off script because it was the Vikings, and I'm going to roll with that. I'm not pressing the panic button by any means. I just wanted to address the, the elephant in the room. That's all I wanted to do. The hell is that? There's a cat. That's the damn dude. I'm telling you what, bro. This damn cat in my house. What is that? You hear that? What is that? The litter box? Why is the? That's the thing. You. That's the thing. Oh my god, he's pissing. Oh, he's taking a leak right now. You have got to be kidding me. Why? First of all, first of all, in, in case. In case you didn't understand, the studio essentially is the same room where I, you know, indulge and dive into all of, you know, the activities. It's like a mini Buffalo Wild Wings, excuse me, um, for the, uh, thank, you're welcome, Buffalo Wild Wings, for the free advertising on that one. But that this is literally like a mini Buffalo Wild Wings in here. I did it again, damn it. And this cat is in the corner taking a, a piss right now. And you're, you're, it's getting me all sorts of off topic right now, thrown all sorts of off the, off the show. And you're sitting there laughing and this is your damn fault because it's your damn cat that you abandoned at our father's house about three years ago. And now all of the sudden, oh, that they're selling the house and the cat has nowhere to go. He's got to stay here. Well, guess what? There's one problem. We have a pit bull and he stays downstairs. Can't have a dog. Can't have Leitner going after the damn cat. What's the damn cat name? What's the damn cat name anyway? What's his name? Milo. Milo, okay, Milo, hi Milo, get the hell out of my house, okay, he is trapped in here because this is the only room that Leitner's not allowed to come into, and now you think that it's just a cool thing and that it's just, all right, we'll, we'll, we'll just put the litter box over there in the corner, yeah, sure, why not? We'll just throw the litter box. Did you hear that? That was disgusting. Dudes, the cat's literally taking a leak on the show. Come on, let him finish his leak in peace, man. <laughs> are we done talking about the Browns? Are you are, do you have anything else to say? I love the Browns. Listen, it was a hell of a it was a hell of a hell of a day yesterday. It was a hell of a that he's staring at me, dude. Like what? He first of all, he doesn't like me. When we went to when we went to dad's to pick him up, he he hates me. He hissed at me. It's clear. And look, he's just staring at me right now. Just got done taking a leak, kicking his freaking look. I, I bet you when I go over there, there's litter on the floor over there. I guarantee it. All right, I want to end this segment off by saying that you know, guys, we've won three football games in a row. We are a great ball club, something that we haven't seen in a long time. It's go time. Let's go to SoFi and let's hand the LA Chargers an L and come back home, baby. Are you up to date on the MLB wild card? You are, right? Because the wild card is set. The, the, you're gonna, you're, can you just stay? I mean, I know we talked about this. You were, you were just going to do the first segment. Are you cool? 
you just stay there the whole time. You good with that? I mean, if that cat starts to piss again, you're you're just gonna. I mean, I don't. We seriously have to do something about that. He's he he can't just do something with the litter box or something. Like, do you have anything in mind? Honestly, you can't. When he, when he, you brought him up here, I said bad idea. I said that's not a good idea. Putting the the litter box right there. Yeah, and since I brought him up here, the Browns are undefeated. That you know, when did you know you? You brought him here after, yeah, but it was after Houston. It was after Houston, though, so that doesn't matter. The, the Browns beat Houston, so cool. Yeah, the Brown, we're 2-0 and with the cat. Cool. That, what are you trying to say? The funny thing is, is he's a black cat. That's it's kind of ironic, you know, black cat, bad luck, da-da-da-da-da. We're 2-0, and and we're going to be 3-0 after we go to L.A. and beat the Chargers. Dude, I want to talk about this wild card for the MLB, Okay. Oh, it's Victory Monday! Listen. Listen. The New York Yankees are going to head to Boston tonight to take on the Red Sox. Wow. This is fun, all right? Now, listen. Um, Thanks for staying. As a baseball fan, I am happy. You know, I, I couldn't have asked for much better. A wild card game, Boston versus New York, Yankees, Red Sox, the history, the rivalry, however. The Red Sox deserve a little bit of credit where credit's due, okay? I'm going to give them credit. They came back in the in the seventh inning with their backs against the wall, season on the line, down 5-3, to three, and they deliver a 7-5 victory yesterday against the Nationals, or uh, Sunday against the Nationals, or yesterday, yeah. Why does that feel like? Why does that feel like that wasn't yesterday? It's Victory Monday. All right, they they did, however, lose over the weekend to the Nationals to put themselves in a must-win situation. They should have never been in there. The Blue Jays took care of business. We've mentioned their resume in the month of September. It's not good. It saddens me that the Blue Jays missed the 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 whole playoffs. They missed the whole damn thing by a game uh, because I I think they have they have a better lineup. The better pitching, don't you agree with that? Do you, are you fine with the wild card tonight? The the uh, we'll talk about the NL uh, for a brief second, but do, are you fine with the American League wild card tonight? Do you like Yankees Red Sox? Because quite frankly, I think the Yankees are the most deserving, but I think the Blue Jays got snubbed. Yeah, I think I think the Blue Jays were were a better all around ball club than the Red Sox. I mean, you can't you can't. You can't discredit the Red Sox. They do they do get the job done when it needs done. Yeah, they choke here and there, but I mean, gotta give credit where it's due. Same record with the Yankees, ninety two and seventy. It's gonna be a great one going to Boston Fenway. I, I honestly, Burley, I, I really don't know what to expect. I'm just I'm 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 truly excited to just sit down and watch this American League wildcard game. How about the Mariners? The Mariners I mean, damn. I feel bad for the Mariners, honestly. It would have been a hell of a story, but I don't want Cinderella's, honestly, in the postseason of MLB. I want – what are you – I don't I don't like the Cinderella's personally. I want the best teams in this thing, and I want to see what the best teams can do, and I think we've got the, the – I think New York was the best of the mix, so I'm happy with that. And the fact that it's Boston versus New York, I just – I think that is just – I'm going to be glued to my seat tonight – Eyes to the television, nothing else. I mean, shoot, Monday Night Football is tonight. Uh, or no, that is... Wait a second. I'm, I'm getting these ass backwards. 
I keep saying the game is tonight. The the Yankees Red Sox is tomorrow night. The the um Chargers Raiders is tonight. I'm excited regardless of this matchup tomorrow. So the matchup between the Red Sox and Yankees we will get into on tomorrow's show, but it is it's a it's a very good matchup and who who do you have winning? I'm not going to say who I have winning this game until tomorrow, but who do you have winning this game? Who do I have winning or who do you, who, who do I who do I want to win? Who do you think is going to win? Simple as that. Simple question. Well, like I said about 3 minutes ago, I don't think the Red Sox are all there. Um give me the Yankees uh and give me a great game. Hmm. I'll give you my pick tomorrow on the Burley Gunner Show here on the Cleveland Sports Fan Network. This is this is a hell of a game. This will be a hell of a game. Um, the National League Wild Card game will be Wednesday. The Cardinals are in LA. The Dodgers will send out Max Scherzer. They got him at the trade deadline. Remember with Trey Turner. Um, listen. Who, who gets the job done here? Is it going to be the Cardinals? They are red hot, literally red hot. Um, turned it up at the end of September, went on a huge tear. Do they do they pull off the spoiler against Max Scherzer? I, I really don't think so. You know, you said the, the Cardinals are red hot, and they are. They are indeed very hot, playing amazing baseball. But um, I know you remember I said about Three months ago, the Dodgers statistically, and if you just on paper look at the lineup, they, it's just unpopular, but they, they have the best lineup on paper. And if they bring that lineup and perform and know it's the playoffs, it's, it's, it's over for the Cardinals. That hot streak's going to end real quick, and the Dodgers, the, the reigning champions, are going to come and play some great baseball. Speaking of Cardinals, what about the Arizona Cardinals? Let's talk about that. I mentioned over uh, on Friday's show that um, those two games, the 49ers Cardinal or the 49ers Seahawks and then the Cardinals Rams, what did you think about those two NFC West matchups in, in, in football? Or are there any other games that stood out to you? Don't say the Sunday night game. We'll get into that. The, I mean, this was just, I thought these were, these were great games. The 49ers had to bring out Trey Lance. He threw two touchdowns. Debo Samuel, both of them, he caught both touchdowns. The Cardinals, they beat the Rams. Just as I said, I predicted the Cardinals. I think you predicted the Rams on our on our podcast, didn't you? Yeah, I did. So what did you think about those games? Because I know I we obviously watched those games yesterday uh, like we do every Sunday, you know, in, in the mini uh, – I don't want to. I don't want to say the name, but in the mini, you know, what would you call this? Because it's not like sports cave. Is this a sports cave? Because we do podcasts here, we watch sports here, and I mean, there's TVs all around. There's 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 iPads everywhere. There's there's laptop screens. Like what what would you call this room of ours that has you know multiple TVs and you know it's just can. Is it? I mean, I don't think it's a man cave, technically, is it? Burley's Laboratory. Yeah, 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 yeah. Burley's Laboratory. All right, well, we're going to – we're just going to move off that one because that, that sucked, to be honest with you. Um, thanks for being here, though, on the show. We really like when you're a guest. 
No problem. Thanks for lunch, buddy. I don't... Do... What? Who said anything about lunch? Who... I didn't say anything about lunch. I mean, there's stuff in the fridge. You live in the same house as me. You you eat the same groceries as me. So, sure. I mean, there's a... I mean... I was promised lunch after the Burley Gunner show on Victory Monday. Are you going to lie to me right now? I mean, I'm going to go get lunch. If you want to go, I can get you something. But that was never... That we never... There was never, uh, you know, a dialogue between you and I about that whatsoever. I said, actually, last night I said, hey, well, tomorrow do you want to do the Burley Gunner show, you know, first segment, talk about the Browns? And then you said yes. And then you came up here, like, like extremely late. I actually started the show. You then came up, and then I kind of lured you into doing the whole entire show. Now we're half an hour in, and you're still here. Um, but no, there was no dialogue about lunch. No, I mean, like I said, we can get lunch, but there's no, there was never any sort of dialogue about that. This is unreal. Are you serious? Are you ser- you're over there laughing right now? I'm 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 at. Are you serious? I I was- What do you what? No, I'm. I mean, I am laughing, but like, yes, I'm serious. You know what I. <laughs> It doesn't matter. I'll get you lunch, but there was no, there was never a dialogue exchanged of sure, I'll buy buy you lunch to come on the show. Like that was, I don't know where the hell you came up with that. You literally just pulled that out of nowhere. So I don't, I'm not sure. Can we, can we please talk about the NFC West, please? The car, you had the Rams beating the Cardinals. Why? Um, you know, I went in after week three, and I I needed to give a little more credit to the Rams after beating the Bucks. They their their defense is amazing, and their offense proved me a lot that I didn't think they had they I didn't think they had that in them. So yeah, I went into week four thinking that the Rams were a better football team than the Cardinals, and I flat out got proved wrong. Uh, the Cardinals came to play. Kyler Murray, bang. And the Cardinals are a legit football team, four and zero as deserved. The Rams are still a great football team by all means, but but three and one, Cardinals four and zero. Obviously, the more superior team at the moment. Who's the best team in the NFC West? Because right now, I man, I I know, I'm not sure if it's the Forty ers anymore. I said the 49ers were the best team and that the Cardinals were a dark horse. The Cardinals really might be the best team in the division. I I mean, I I think so at least. Kyler Murray, he proved he I know I picked them, but I also said that if if I was going to lose um um a prediction, that would be a game that I could see losing just because of that Rams defense, that Rams offense. I still think they're a good team. I think they're a little overrated, but the Cardinals, man, you know, I think I just said it best. Uh, I mean, I think the Cardinals are the best team in that division as of right now. Um, and that's all that matters, playing great football, 4-0, and and on to their next. On to the next. We have – who's who do we have? We have the Chargers next week. That is – see, we're going to get into that later on uh, in the week. 
Any other games on the uh, on the list that you want to talk about before we talk about Sunday Night Football? Pittsburgh sucks. I mean, Pittsburgh absolutely. The Big Ben can't throw. He looks completely immobilized. And I thought he was supposed to be like the healthiest he's been in a couple seasons. He he really looks bad. Uh, it's always fun. It's even more fun when the Browns win and the Steelers lose on the same day. That's absolutely phenomenal. It's it just you might as well just call it vacation week, not victory Monday. Vacation week. It was awesome. Uh, honestly, I'm kind of worried though, Burley. Uh, we got the Steelers week eight in Cleveland, and I, I hope. Ben makes it to week eight. He's getting pushed around, bullied like he's a like he's a rookie. So do I. I I really do. I I really do. I need to get to First Energy Stadium week eight, and I need to get my final words off to Big Ben and what he's done to us in the past, my whole life, my whole life. So yeah, I really hope he makes it to week eight. Your whole life. I've got an extra five years on you, dude, and and you weren't even around for the first three years of the Browns when they came back from Baltimore. It, it was a mess, and now it is. It is. Does it feel? I still, I still question. I wake up on Sundays in the mirror and I look at myself and I try to like. I can't I can't describe it. I can't describe the feeling. I don't know if I've like 100% fully accepted the fact that the Browns are good. I know the Browns are good. I know week to week that they win games and that I see them win games. Have you accepted the fact that the Browns are good? Yes. But do you see what I'm you get what I'm saying or am I just nuts? No, I see what you're saying, but I, I I feel like what you're saying is would be almost a bad beat. I, I feel like the only time we wouldn't get the job done is if 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 it if it doesn't go our way. Like, I mean, think back even the even the playoffs with the Chiefs. Like, we 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 not not on the record, but we won that game. We outperformed the Chiefs. And in the very end, uh the backup quarterback for the Chiefs, I don't want to mention his name, he he comes in and makes one lucky. That's what I consider a bad beat. So, yeah, I wake up in the morning and I look at myself as a Cleveland Browns fan and say, yeah, our football team is great. Not good, great. We're a great ball club. Super Bowl? Super Bowl. You're going to see it? You're going to see Because you didn't get... We didn't get to see the Indians World Series. That we didn't get to see. The, speaking of which, the Indians played their final game, and I know we, you know, I, I know we went up to, you know, I know we went up to the final, the finale, of the Indians uh, in Cleveland. That was, you know, really a sad day. Um, I cried. Can't believe it. Um, they finished up the season with a win. They are no longer now the Indians. They played their final game as the Cleveland Indians, dude. They're now the Cleveland Guardians. So think about this. My daughter's first Guardians game will also be my first Guardians game. Next subject. Sucks. Um, yeah, The also, again, the, what, the Steelers suck too. The Steelers also suck. No offensive line. 
In my opinion, the defense is overrated. Juju Smith-Schuster and Chase Claypool are divas. TikTok superstars, so be it, whatever. So am I. It's, <laughs> they have, they drafted a running back in the first round with absolutely no offensive line. And he has more receiving yards than he does rushing yards. Can you explain that at all? And is Mike Tomlin on the hot seat? And does Big Ben suck? And what's going on with Pittsburgh? And why do the Steelers fans still come at me like that? The, the, I, I Can you explain all of this to me? Please. I'm going to have to re-ask those questions again. But I got the first one. Uh, it was about Najee Harris. Um, you know, I watch the Steelers. I turn them on. I don't watch every play. I can't. I can't do it. Um, every time I'm watching the Steelers on offense, 80% of the time, Ben's throwing it to Najee Harris. What? What? Why? Why? And he can't even complete it half the time. He can't throw the ball, dude. He snaps the ball, and he can't throw. So the easiest thing to do is check down the Najee Harris. That and the offensive line can't hold up for more than two seconds to have him develop time to throw the ball to one of his divas. All right? Damn it. No, you, I, I'm not, we're done. We're not, I would rather listen to the cat piss in the litter box than talk about the Steelers anymore. I just wanted to come on here and mention that they actually still suck. It's victory Monday. The, 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 last night was sad. And I, you saw me cry. I shed a tear. It wasn't a sob story. I don't, I, I don't know what has been with me getting emotional lately with these sport, sporting events. The Indians, I, I shed a tear that day. Yesterday, watching the Bucks, shed a tear. The, that game was just absolutely special. I'm not going to get into any the the Bucks win. Obviously, you know that. If you're listening to this show, you you know the Bucks won. You know you watched the game. I'm not going to get into any statistical measures of the thing because I think you throw that out the window. I think what we saw last night was a movie. I think what last night what we saw was a complete. Um, I mean, a, a lovely ending to that era i think you can finally turn the page now with tom brady in new england it was a great run six super bowls he's on he's obviously on to the next chapter but there was a few things that stood out to me in that game and one was new england like like mac jones had the football in his hands with two minutes to go and I told you we were watching in the second half. I said, it's inevitable. Tom Brady's going to win this on a, on a game-winning drive. And then t- Mac Jones gets the football. And I said, wait a second. I said, this is ironic. Mac Jones is going to win the game on a game-winning drive? And damn near did. Damn near put a field goal in. Yes, there would have been time for Brady to, but to, to come back and win that game. But overall... That game was just a special night, and I I just thought that you throw all the stats out of the window, and I don't think that there was a clear cut winner. I think that if you went, if you look at it as Tom Brady versus Bill Belichick, I would say it's a draw. But man, that was a that was a great night, a special game, probably the the most special Sunday night football game that they've ever broadcasted. 
Yeah, it was it was something I've never seen before. It was phenomenal how they set it up, phenomenal how they did it. It was just enjoyable to watch a, a very well put together Sunday night football game. But I want to address the elephant in the room real quick. Uh, congratulations to what I think is the greatest quarterback of all time. Uh, is now the all-time leader in passing yards in the NFL. He did that against his former head coach, Bill Belichick. And I'm going to give my unpopular take and say, quite frankly, I think the the Bill Belichick Patriots won that game. I know it doesn't show it on the on the records. It shows the L. I think they outperformed the Bucks. I think Bill Belichick outperformed uh, Tom Brady himself. Uh, Tom Brady had a had a good game. Don't get me wrong, but man, uh, Bill Belichick just performed and. Did, did everything in his power to win this football game. And like Burley said, damn near almost did. And it just came up slightly short. Uh, but one thing I want to ask you, Burley, real quick is, did, did you see Bill Belichick and Tom Brady, you know, meet, meet and greet after the game? It, 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 was, short, it was short and sweet. Well, and then Bill Belichick, you know, a, a, little, a little smirk on his face. I I had to rewatch it a couple times. Bill Belichick didn't look pleased. Obviously, I mean he he lost the football game. But I mean you're you're coming back up to your 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 former quarterback who just won you six national championships, and it, it, it was a quick two second high and bye. Like like, what do you feel about that? Should that have been that? Should that have been different? I think you're overreacting about that. I think that's. I mean they they're gonna talk. Tom Brady said it after the game that he's going to be very involved with that community, with that team once it's all said and done whenever he retires. He's a he's a patriot for life. That is, you know, it was pouring rain. It was it, it was a downpour. Bill Belichick just lost a game. He's all about business. He's on to the next one. He's already forgotten about that. He does not care. He did not give a damn that Tom Brady was on the other side of the field at all. You know, I, I hope I'm wrong, Burley, but... What I saw in that 15-second span after the football game when the clock hit zero, it, it again, I hope I'm wrong, but it looked like Bill Belichick cared more about this specific game than, honestly, the past 20 years Tom Brady has given this organization. And you may be right. You, you, you may be right about that, but the thing about it is... I don't, I just, I personally don't think, I don't think that there's anything to worry about. I don't think there's bad blood between Belichick and Tom Brady. Um, if anything, I think, I think if anyone in the, in the two didn't like one another, I would say that if anyone has bad words about the other, I would say that Tom Brady would be the one, not Bill Belichick. But I just think, you know, it's, it's Sunday Night Football. They just lost the football game. He needs to go address his team. I get it. It could have been a little longer, but what are you looking for? Like, are you trying to you you watching a we are we watching a soapbox? Right? Are we so, are we soapboxing it up on Sunday Night Football now? I don't know. I just feel like I last night I watched a, a great great movie, and we all know these movies that are phenomenal. And just at the very end, it 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 was not the ending you wanted, and that's I feel like that's what we, that's what happened last night. Maybe we'll get a maybe we'll get Tom versus Bill part two in the Super Bowl. No, no, 
No, the only reason, the only way Bill Belichick was going to the playoffs this year was if they kept their veteran quarterback, Cam Newton, and instead they roll with rookie quarterback, Mac Jones, which I, I don't do this often, so so you better you better savor this moment. You don't do this often? You better savor this moment. I don't do this often. You do this every day. Mac Jones... At one point in the ball game last last night, had 19 completions in a row. That right there is the most completions in a row by any rookie quarterback in the past 30 years. <laughs> to you, Mac, congratulations, kid. One hell of a ball game. And... If I met you, I'd tell you you won the ball game. But you didn't. You moved to one and three, and you got a tough task next week. That was a, that was a I literally just lobbed that up there. I'm sorry. I just kind I don't know. Normally I get irritated when you go off on that little stupid take of yours, but I shouldn't say stupid. It's your opinion. And and actually it's not stupid when you've been I mean, this you've literally had this take for 10 years uh, with the whole Cam Newton thing, followed him, so I respect you. I, you understand that I just I just have fun. I poke at you about that, but that was a softball, and you just cranked it out of the park. Good job. Well done. Round of applause. I thought Mac Jones played uh, really good last night. Um, another young quarterback, Justin Herbert, he's going to be in action tonight. Uh, Monday night football. It's going to be a good game. Chargers, Raiders, who do you got? Give me the Chargers, um, but man. but nothing, but nothing. I don't know. I, I I think I think the Raiders are are onto something. I think they're hungry, and I think they might pull something out of their back pocket that the Chargers really, you know, aren't aren't expecting. And not to mention, it's it's on the Raiders' turf. Get dude. There's nothing. Um, I respect your opinion. The Chargers are going to win the game tonight. Um, it, it might be a blowout, but probably be a close game. Chargers-Raiders rivalry game. I don't know, dude. The, the, the Raiders need to – they're going to have to run the ball because they're not going to be able to pass on the, the Chargers defense. The Chargers – I mean, Mahomey couldn't even, you know, really pass on the Chargers defense very, very easily. So I don't know why anyone thinks that Derek Carr and that offense with, with limited weapons is going to – you know, give up anything. Did I mean Kelsey didn't have a great game, so why would Waller have a great game? Monday night football, I think this is where the Chargers kick things into gear. Um, and that's the Browns opponent for next week. But yeah, I think the Chargers win the game. I'm not as con- uh concerned as you are, but yeah, I, I would absolutely have the, the Chargers winning tonight, Monday night football. Anything else from you? I think we're gonna end it here. Good show, by the way. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for staying the whole way. You really got to do something about that litter box over there. Can, can we talk about the Titans? Can we? You know, no. You know what? No, we shouldn't. We shouldn't. We shouldn't. We do not talk about Jets on the Burley Gunner show. So that would mean we will talk about. We'll talk about the Winnipeg Jets. We can talk about the Winnipeg Jets here in a couple weeks. I'm all. I'm. 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 I am game for Winnipeg Jets talk on the Burley Gunner Show here on the Cleveland Sports Fan Network. But the New York football Jets 
J-E-T-S, Jets, 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 they won't be spoken about. Uh, on the Burley Gunner Show, they played the Titans yesterday. Therefore, we're not going to talk about the Titans. However, the Titans do suck. Did I, did I steal the words from you? You know, I I hate to say this. I, I, I really don't like saying this a lot, but Burley, you were right about the Titans. It's not that they it's not that they suck. It's just that you you know what I'm gonna say. He called this game. He called it. He said that if any game the Jets were gonna win this year, it was gonna be against a team like the Titans. And he specifically spotted it out and told me that this was gonna be a game the Jets could possibly win. Well I went against him and was certainly wrong. The Jets came out and played good football and, and I'm not gonna lie, they they choked again. I mean what did Tannehill have? What what, what was it? Fourth and thirty one? On like their own twenty? And they managed to march all the way down the field and get in the end zone and send it to overtime and 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 hold Zach Wilson from getting a touchdown at first and goal. And so, no, I'm not going to say the Titans suck, but y- you did call this game, and um, props to you, but but props to the, the New York football Jets on getting their first win. I really thought they were going to go winless, especially against a not-half-bad Tennessee Titans team i i'm so irritated with you right now that you are you literally ended this show talking about the new york jets that's what we just did we we are ending this show right now talking about the new york jets and you're smiling at me what are you what the hell are you smiling for are you hungry it's victory monday it's victory monday thanks for listening on the cleveland sports fan network clevelandsportsfan.com And on Apple Podcasts, the Cleveland Sports Fan, the main flagship show with Oshimaida, Scoot, Dr. Dog will be there. I will be there. That will air tonight, 5 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Pacific. Again, the Cleveland Sports Fan.com. Victory Monday. Enjoy it. Dog check. Go Browns, baby. The Burley Gunner Show.